0: Welcome back to 20s and where to find them. I'm G. And I'm Lena, and this is a podcast about navigating the best and the worst period of your life. Your 20s. Join us
1: as we discuss personal stories, lived experiences, and chat to you and others about this wild part of life.
0: Woo!
1: (laughs) Hello! Hello! Welcome back! How is Thailand? Give me all your highlights from your trip. I'm so tired.
0: (laughs) That is not a highlight. Try again. (laughs) Um, All right. So I got back Sunday morning Mm -hmm. and we did so much in two weeks. Mm. It was very much a go, go, go holiday. But I have to say we were there during the Songkran Festival, which is the Thai New Year. And a big thing that they do is drench people in the streets with water. (laughs) It's so random. (laughs) So um, we were in Chiang Mai when it started, and then we flew down to Phuket mm-hmm. near um, Patong, and we were decided to go and spend the day in Patong and do Bangla Road, and we got water guns, and everybody—when I say everybody—was just spraying each other <laughs> in the street. Um, we were soaked like we walked five minutes in the little Patong area and got buckets of water thrown on (laughs) us we were soaked in the first five minutes Um, that was one of the highlights that was really special a a once-in-a-lifetime thing Um, got to see elephants we went to an elephant sanctuary in Chiang Mai and um, we got to feed the elephants and the best part was bathing with the elephants so Cute. we were in the water with them, and me being a water baby, that was just <laughs> so amazing. And now I want a pet elephant. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think it'll fit in your apartment. <laughs> I don't think it will either, but maybe just like a baby one and then just like puppy elephant, <laughs> baby elephant. Um, and the other highlight was we hired a motorbike in Kosumui mm. and we just motorbiked around, hopping from beach to beach, oh, and it cool. was just so beautiful. Do you know how to drive? What? Um, look. I tried and me and my like shaky hands and like flaky like flighty personality um yeah look I nearly crashed the motorbike so uh Ryan drove the yep. motorbike for the most part I did drive a little bit but then I got scared and I was like 99 I'm just happy being a passenger yeah I don't think I could drive it I would I'm not good at driving a car so <laughs> It's really fun though but I don't think I could I think if I lived in Koh Samui I mm. could get around it because driving there was quite easy Yeah, but in Bangkok we took like a, a grab which is the equivalent of Uber mm. over there but a motorbike version and so Whoa. I just hopped on a randoms bike in Bangkok and he was just like zooming through cars and I was like, this is where I die. We made it to the end of the (laughs) trip and this is where I die. It was the most exhilarating and petrifying thing I've ever done in my life. It was amazing. Um, So yeah, those were my highlights. (laughs) And my low light was, which wasn't really a low light, um, our hotel in Phuket was really far away Mm. from the main action. Yeah. And so I thought when booking the Airbnb, it was a lot closer, but apparently it was not. Mm. And getting to and from where we wanted to go was really expensive. Yeah. So that was a low lie, but really it was just such a minor blip mm. in the whole trip.
1: Yeah. And if it, uh, that's always like the hardest part, I reckon, when you're looking at accommodation online is like you don't really, and you don't know a city or mm. a place. You're like, I don't know how this all like connects or like yeah. if it even connects properly. Like when I went to Japan a few years ago, I had that experience in. Like Kyoto, we booked an Airbnb and I was like, This is just far from where I wanna be
0: <laughs> And then so we changed accommodation. <laughs> Which is fair. But and I, I thought about it. I was um. like, Oh, maybe we should change accommodation. It was the same in Bangkok, we were quite far away, but we didn't yeah. mind taking public transport in Bangkok. But now if I were to go back, I have a much better idea of where I want to stay. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah you can go back.
1: You can take me. I've never been. <laughs>
0: oh, I will happily go back to Thailand. I yeah. wanna I'm looking at moving there now. <laughs>
1: This is very on brand for you. You're like, I like this place. Let's move. I want to be there forever. And then she moved to Canada. Don't leave me again. It's not it's not for another year or so. Don't leave me Although it's a nice place to holidays. It is a beautiful place. Yeah. yeah. yeah my well, friend's dad lives over there actually. See? Yeah. He like is one of those like digital nomad y people and he just lives in like a big Villa place in, like, Phuket, I think,
0: on top of a hill or something. Oh, yeah. I see, the dream. Yeah. yeah. The Well, so many people who live there have hotels and stuff mm. like that. Like, the Airbnb we stayed at in Koh Samui was a little boutique hotel. And she's a Russian lady who moved there with her Australian husband mm. and – they own the place. And I'm like, what a life. That's pretty cool. You could do something like that. Yeah. that cool. All right. Well, you've got a year to make this
1: podcast really big and it be your job and then you can be remote over there. And then you can move with me. And take me with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's been your highlight, lowlight of the week? Um, my highlight is that last weekend, um, I went away with Sam and three of our friends who just passed Newcastle to a place called Nelson Bay. Um, which is just, yeah, just north, about an hour north of Newcastle. Newcastle's a small uh, city, about an hour north of Sydney. <laughs> um, but those playing along outside of Australia. Um, and it was just really gorgeous. It was like um, a nice, we were just away for three days. It was the five of us. So it was probably one of like the first like little trips we've done as like an adult group of friends going away. It was like cute. We all flew out together. Um, and met, yeah, one of Sepp's friends loops up that way, and we met him up there. And then, yeah, you had this like nice Airbnb. We did like a couple of cute like walks, and it's really pretty. Um, it was really nice weather, so it felt like we got like a bonus day of summer. Like we got to swim in the ocean and um, it was, looked like, really a cute. Market and stuff. It was just like really nice, wholesome vibes.
0: I so like That was them. my highlight.
1: My low light is um, just been like struggling a bit lately with some more anxiety. There's been like some big life decisions going on. Um, and I've also just like been really busy. And that combo for me just like sparks a bit more anxiety. Mm. So I feel like my mood has just been like a bit up and down. <laughs> I've had
0: a. <laughs> I've had lightly said it, just up and down. <laughs> right
1: in the roller coaster of life. That's probably been my low light. But um, yeah. But it's been balanced out by some really nice. Activities. That's like, good. I, yeah, when I say I've like been busy, it's mostly been with fun things, but I just like forget to rest. So, yeah, yeah. I'm like that too. Yeah, I'm learning <laughs> slowly. <It's the> process. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the end coming up to the end of the month, so we're doing a cast for you, as is tradition and lore of the podcast (laughs) for the past three months now (laughs) Um, and sort of in light of like Elena coming back from travel and just you know good fun thing to talk about we wanted to talk about bucket lists and some things that we have done already that we've ticked off and things that we might still want to do while we're in our 20s on on that list. I must say, I don't have like a formal list and I'll I'll mention that a little bit more at the end. Like, yeah, when we say bucket list, just kind of like big life things that you're like, that's cool that I've done or that's a cool big thing that I want to do.
0: I really struggled with this. Really? (laughs) That surprised me. I know that I've done things. But I just – when I had to sit down and, like, write down mm. what I've done that's actually been really fun, I struggled, even though I know that I've done a fair few really yeah, cool things. that's fair. I feel like I, I kind of felt similar because I was like, I don't really
1: have, like, a strict list. No. Um, but, yeah, I agree. It was, it was fun to reflect on some cool things, though. Yeah. So let's reflect some more. Can we Uh-oh. put in some of that, like, time music?
0: I like, can yeah, <laughs> I can try and find one, yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> you can kick us off. What's one thing that you've ticked off already?
0: All right. So I put down that I always really wanted to travel South America mm-hmm. and I've touched on this before, but in 2019, I finally got to travel South America. And more specifically on that, I've always wanted to go to Machu Picchu. Mm-hmm. And so I did the Inca Trail to Machu Picchu, which is a four-day hike um, and then on the fourth day you wake up really early at like three 30 in the morning to get to the sun gate for the sunrise. Mm. Um, and s- getting to the sun gate, climbing that little monkey wall that gets hmm. you to the sun gate. And then seeing the sunrise above Machu Picchu was just the, one of the most magical moments of my life. That's really cool. And so tick. <laughs> yeah.
1: And quite a bucket list thing because it's more restricted
0: now yeah. in
1: terms of how, like how many people they let up there, which is really fair enough. Like, mm-hmm. It should be preserved, but it's cool that you've you've done that already.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm happy, happy
1: with that. That's what awesome. about you? Um the first one I wrote down is running a marathon. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually run two, but oh <laughs> bit of a flex there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, no. I think more specifically as well, I ran the first marathon I did I got to do with my dad, which is really really special, big moment that I get to keep Um, Forever and reflect on with him. Um, My dad is really fit. Um, He's still really fit for like a 62-year-old. And um, it was really cool to get to do that with him in 2018. Um, I got into running because of him and we'd done a lot of running together. Like I ran my first 5K with him and I remember how far that really felt. So it was so special to do a whole marathon with him, um, even if he dragged me a lot of the way towards
0: the end because I was dying. <laughs> that's fair, you know, it's a marathon. <laughs> that's right. <It's> 42.2 <laughs> two. kilometres. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was cool. That, that yeah. w- that's probably a big one for me. That's nice. Mm. I like that one. Um, my second one is that I've gone scuba diving Ooh, I multiple times. I haven't
1: done that. That scares me.
0: It's, it's scary if you think about it too much while you're deep in the ocean. That's yes. when you start to freak yourself out. <laughs> Yeah. But if you're really in the moment you're like, "Oh my god, a turtle." Or you're like, "Oh my god, a shark." Yeah. And you're like so close to them, you're like, "I can touch it." <laughs> Don't touch the animals. <laughs> um yeah, uh, So i got to go scuba diving in the Maldives. Mm. And I also I can't remember the other place I went to scuba diving. I was a bit younger, um but that was really special.
1: I can't do the thing where you got to like pressurize equalize your, nose. your yeah. ears. Yeah, yeah, I can't do that, so It's hard. I don't think I can go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's really cool. Yeah.
0: I've done lots of snorkeling. Snorkeling's fun. I went snorkeling in Thailand, and uh, Ryan did not enjoy <laughs> the snorkeling. He was like, it feels weird. I feel like I'm suffocating. I could die at any moment. <laughs> Sounds like when me and Sam went snorkeling in
1: Hawaii. I was like, it's fun. Look at me. i swimming around like a mermaid. And he was like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just breathe normally. He's like, I can't, I'm underwater. <laughs> That's what Ryan said to. How can you breathe underwater? <laughs>
0: Poor Sam. I don't know if Sam was petrified of also someone just like being able to like stop the, like someone putting their hand over the tube so that he can't breathe anymore. Oh dear. No,
1: I just think Sam... He's not a natural water baby. No, that's true. He's not. <laughs> so he just was a bit uncomfortable. But to his credit, he did it. He got very sunburnt. Um, but we did see lots of nice fish. Yes. Well, there you go. <laughs> and he probably will not be impressed that I have shared this story. <laughs> that's all right. He'll forgive us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my second one was doing uh splendor in the grass or just like a big music festival so splendor in the grass is the biggest one in australia um and it goes for three days there's like thousands and thousands of people it feels like a little village um and in 2019 i did that with a group of girlfriends and i think that was a really cool bucket list thing to tick off like i love a music festival but it's definitely not something i did have done heaps of and so it was like fun to like properly commit to like three days and it was yeah really great
0: time you know I really admire that about you (laughs) that you (laughs) can attend music festivals (laughs) thank you it's just something that has never been on my bucket
1: list (laughs) never will be (laughs) I think you kind of have to just like embrace it of like I'm gonna be a bit dirty I'm gonna be tired there's gonna be lots of people and just like roll with it but it was fun it was like yeah it was felt very yeah like a little isolated bubble of people all enjoying the same stuff i like that yeah Yeah. and splendor in the grass is pretty chill as well because it is technically a family friendly festival like people can bring their kids um and i didn't feel like it was like super druggy like there was no one Mm. that we ran into at least in like the The stages and stuff that we went to that where I was like oh you're a bit gross and like cooked but
0: yeah just had a good time I like that that's a good one Mm. for you thanks (laughs) (laughs) um my one that I've ticked off is a very simple one um but it's donate blood And that was on my list when I was a young teenager Mm. and the blood van came to school (laughs) and we were finally old enough to donate blood as Mm. a 16-year-old. I was like, yes, take my blood. And I just, yeah, for some reason that was a really big thing for me to tick off my list was to donate blood.
1: Yeah, it is a really good thing to do. We encourage people to do it. I've done it once before too. Um, It tanked my iron. So I think if I do it again, I want to do plasma. But Mm. I do have a slight fear of needles so being hooked up Yeah, you have tattoos things. it's different mm. the needles are different like this one is like you sit there and you can see the blood and they're like you gotta pump your hand to <laughs> get the blood going and you can see it leaving your body and there's a giant needle in you and it was yeah made me a bit squeamish and I went with my mum and Sam um because my mum's done it for years like regularly because she's a good human um and <laughs> the nurses were like um, if you ever come back, please make sure you come with your partner or your mum because you are too scared to come on your own. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Ah, thank
0: you. Thank you for that. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. I every time I have the intention on donating blood, I get a tattoo and so I can't donate blood <laughs> for another four months. So yeah. Yeah, They did say I have nice veins though so that was a
1: nice compliment.
0: (laughs) That's a really rare compliment. Um, They don't find many people with nice veins. She was like you got nice veins. Yeah see my veins are too little. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, The last thing that I wrote down for something I ticked off is solo travel. I think that Mm. was um, something I wanted to do when I was a teenager and then I got to do as a young adult um, and it was really quite nerve wracking but definitely like one of the best things i've ever done like traveling around on your own and like being able to self-direct of like i want to spend an hour in this shop and no one can stop me or i want to do this thing and just taking your time getting yourself there being in a different place um and meeting like new people and things like that great i'm really glad i did have done that one can agree
0: that should be on everyone's bucket list to be mm-hmm. honest yeah, yeah.
1: I agree. What about things you would like to still do while you're in your 20s on your list?
0: Um, so <laughs> I would like to work as a teacher overseas. So that's my plan of moving to Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's happening. <laughs> um, I just feel like I have so much more to give mm. than just in Australia. Mm. And so I want to experience working with different curriculums, different children, um and just a different way of life and so yeah work as a teacher is overseas is one of my big ones that i'd still like to That's do it's really cool i do think that
1: that is a you'd be good at that yeah yeah because well, so you'd have fun <laughs> stories i feel like i've, I've heard some funny stories people doing. <laughs> like uh one friend sorry to go on a bit of a tangent but uh one friend said they taught english in nepal And uh, culturally, it was quite different to Australia. And on their first day, the teacher, like, got them in front of the class and they were sort of introducing them and, like, being like, this is how we'll run the lesson. And they were like, we'll say words in Nepalese and then you can – and I'll tell you what the English word is and you can say the English word back to the kids. And so this guy, the teacher just starts being, like, you know, hot, cold and, like, doing opposites. And then he points to two kids and is like – thin, fat. And my friend was like, oh no, I don't want to stand here and call kids fat. That's, that's no. (laughs) It's so awful. The kids were just like, yeah, that kid is thin and that one is fat. And he was like, oh dear.
0: But in a way, there's something really wholesome about that, that they're just kind of like, yeah, it's just the way we are. And that's okay. There's no like I think there's no connotation to it whatsoever. Yeah, That's what he said. That yeah. was the main difference was that no
1: one gave a shit. They weren't like, mm. oh, they called him fat. They were just like, yeah, that's that, that guy is fat and that guy is thin. That is just the descriptive words that are opposites. And that's the visual example I have in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, very different. <laughs> very different. Yeah. What's um, yours? Well, mine is actually similar to the first one you have already done. I would still like to do, like, a trek. Like, Mm -hmm. I've always um, talked about doing some trekking in, like, Nepal or something. I think that would be really cool to do. That would be cool. Yeah. I've heard, like, not really worth doing base camp these days. It's really busy. Mm -hmm. Um, That it's actually better to do the hikes where you can um, see Mount Everest while you're hiking.
0: That is cool. Yeah, That is very cool. I would like to do something like that. I think I'd like to do something like that, too. Yeah. I watched them after After getting to Machu Picchu. I really felt very invincible. I was like, I can do any trek in the entire world. And on one of the buses that we were on, they showed the movie Everest. Mm. And I was like, I'm going to (laughs) climb Everest. And then in that movie, a lot of bunch of people die. So I was like, you know what? I don't want to climb Everest anymore. I know. If you
1: climb Kilimanjaro. You, that's like that's the highest one you can do without equipment, which would be cool and dying,
0: which is nice. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you could still die, yeah. but less less so. likely. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Achilles on the list. Achilles nice. On the list. Nice. Um, my next one's really simple, mm. but I've never done it. Is to do a road trip oh. with friends all solo yeah nice I have this big dream in my head to d- travel from Melbourne to Pemberton
1: where's that in western history <laughs> oh my god it's so
0: far away <laughs> <laughs> because in Pemberton there's this really beautiful lake and I have really fond memories there from a holiday I did with my mum and my brothers mm. and I just would love to do a road trip from Melbourne to there either by myself or with someone um I just think it would be really fun Sure. <laughs> I get really bored in cars. <laughs> well, that's because you haven't done a road trip with me. Yeah, <laughs> <Well>, maybe.
1: <laughs> but no, that, that is a good... I like that one.
0: For you, for
1: you. Thank you. Uh, my next one is I would like to do a big European festival. So like like I said, I did Splendour in the Grass in 2019 in Australia, which is the biggest one you can do here, but not really comparable to like some of the big European Ooh. festivals and... I've heard really good things about Zaget, and mm-hmm. it sounds really cool, and I want to go do that. Yeah, yeah. And I was going to go do it this year, but going to Europe is feasibly just too expensive. So, expensive. so maybe next year or the year
0: after. Yeah, this is just like a little thing. Could airlines please lower their prices <laughs> to Europe? <laughs> that would be fantastic. Or sponsor us and give or us sponsor flights us flights to Europe. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> so that would be lovely. Um, have you heard of the one called Tomorrowland? Yeah, I remember that was the one growing up that everybody wanted to go to.
1: Yeah, it's a bit, a bit too like ravey for me. Like it's okay, very like yeah. dance music. I think Zaget is like a mixture. Like you can, there's a lot of DJs and stuff, but there's also like, um, like Justin Bieber's played there and like Ed and the Gang of Youths and like just like bands. Okay.
0: Yeah. I like that. I, like, yeah. I think I'd like m- more than the ravey.
1: Yeah. And it's on an island in the river in Brussels. Oh. So, like, the whole island becomes the festival. That's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: My last one that I'm going to touch on is bungee jumping. Mm. Now, I still haven't skydived. <laughs> and you'd think I'd want to skydive before bungee jumping. And I guess the two go in hand in hand. Um I've had opportunities to bungee jump. I've Mm. been in places where there is (laughs) a bungee jump available and I haven't done it yet. And I think I just first need to get over my fear of being attached by my feet. I think for me, the bungee jump isn't the actual diving into the air. It's the bouncing back up that I'm scared about. I think skydiving, I wouldn't have an issue with um, because I don't have an issue with trapeze or jumping off a boat or anything Mm. like that. It's, It's more so the the rebound of the bungee jump. Yeah. And like knocking my head on the ground or like my head brain shaking all over the place. Just things that I think about That's fair. I mean I don't want a bungee jump.
1: But <laughs> I do want to skydive, which is the next thing I wrote down. It doesn't have to be in my twenties, I guess, but no. I do want to do that. Uh just looks nicer than bungee jumping. Like I think yeah, bungee jumping looks so violent. Like you just like, That's the
0: Pow. thing. It's the the, yeah. b- the, bungee <laughs> the bungee part. Yeah. So it's it's on the list. Again, maybe not in my 20s, but it's there. I want to do yeah. it eventually. Hmm.
1: I don't really know what else. I mean, we, we've reached the, the end of the, the little list to cast mm. anyway. Um, but I, I just, yeah, I wanted to say, like, I've never been one to keep, like, a full bucket list because I change my mind so often mm-hmm. about things I want to do. Um, And I do love, like, collecting memories and, like, moments and I'm very, like, a bit of a bit of a yes person sometimes yes. of like someone's like we should move to Thailand and I'm like sure let's go <laughs> um but yeah I think just like I love goals and aspirations and working towards things but I also think that there's like good merit in like just being like going with the flow and saying and yes being spontaneous yeah, yeah. Um, I agree yeah yeah like don't
0: keep a list um because you gotta you gotta stay open you know you stay open and like you never know you could be on holiday somewhere and something pops up and you're like yeah Yeah. I want to do that. Or just, like, even, like, places as well. Like, I – in
1: uni, I was lucky enough to, like, get invited to do this uni um, subject and trip thing to China. And China had never been on, like, my list of places that I wanted to go. I didn't really know much about it. I was pretty nervous about going um, just because, like, I'd never really thought about going there. But it ended up being really cool and Mm. I'm really glad that I went, Um, got to see the Great Wall of China. That was pretty cool. And that was pretty cool. just, like – It was just being open to being like, okay, I'll say yes, even though it's not on, like, my list of places that I want to go. was really fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I had a similar thing when I went to the Maldives in uni for placement. Everybody went to, like, Thailand or um south korea and i was like you know what let's go to the maldives we hear about all the resorts in the maldives mm. but no one really talks about the little city island yeah um that's only a five kilometer island whoa yeah and i was like yeah let's go there <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool so yeah be open yeah it's moral. Like. Yeah. yeah cute recommendations you go first
1: um. Thank you. Because my iPad's on one percent, so I'll, I'll, it'll die. In a second. Um. <laughs> my recommendation is um a podcast episode. It's the podcast is called But Are You Happy? Um. I think it's a Mamma Mia podcast, which is like a mm. women's uh, Australian like media outlet. Um. And the one the episode I listened to was the the interview that they did with Zara McDonald and Michelle Andrews, who are um big podcast hosts in Australia in Melbourne they host the Shameless podcast which is something I've listened to for a while like quite look up to them as like young podcasters and business women as well they've like really built something from nothing and it was really uh interesting to hear them on this podcast because the whole premise is about like you seem really successful from the outside and you have all these like markers of success but are you actually happy and um it was really cool they talk really openly and vulnerably about their stress of running a business, the stress of being like women in like the public eye um and like trying to stay humble and also trying to be proud of what they've created because they obviously like are successful. Yeah. Um and you know managing sharing parts of their lives with like their audience because obviously their job is like public facing but also like what you hold back and I just found the whole thing really interesting and the concept of the podcast was really cool as well so
0: I like that I'm gonna have a listen to it yeah I think you get a lot out of it yeah just
1: even like I know this is so such a different scale to what they've built but even just like doing a podcast and like reflecting on the things that they are like aware of and in what they're talking about and how they're talking was I found
0: that really interesting as well yeah My recommendation is a Kindle. Um, I just think because I've just been travelling, instead of bringing a bunch of books, having a Kindle, where it's just so compact and small and you can take it with you in your bag, um, I highly recommend it for trains and for buses and for any type of transport or if you have some free time, a Kindle is fantastic. I say Kindle because that's the, the one I have, but any type of e-reader, mm. if you have an iPad and you want to download books onto it, anything like that, I highly recommend. Nice. Yeah, that is all. Great. Well done. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you very much.
1: chat, chat, chat. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
0: Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This podcast was recorded at the Victorian State Library on Wurundjeri land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land.